I had all these messages from my bank saying that there were these withdrawals. And I'm like, oh, God, well, that's not me. I went down to the bank, and when I get up to the teller, she opened up my account. She gave me this look like she was scared. And she turned the screen around, and there were just lists of charges. So that was when it really hit me. I'm a victim of identity theft. And after that, it was kind of like this cat and mouse chase because I would close one account down, they would open another. Within three, four days, they just had drained everything. It was almost like I gave a criminal the keys to my home and they could come and go when they wanted. So the bank, they were like, since there were ATM machine withdrawals, maybe there'll be some photos. Would you be willing to view them? I viewed the photos. It was um, this woman, and most of the photos she was wearing these big sunglasses and this big, funky, fuzzy coat. So I got a copy, and that was it. This one day, I came home after a day of running around at different banks and whatnot, and I got a phone call from a bank manager saying, are you going to come pick up your driver's license? And I said, what? And I said, you know, is it a blonde? And he's like, no, it's brunette. And so we've kind of figured out that it was her picture. I said, I will be in first thing tomorrow morning. I'm going to come get that. So I went down there, and the bank wasn't open yet. I thought, well, okay, I'm going to go get a coffee. And as I'm waiting, this woman's standing there. And I noticed that she has a big fuzzy coat, and she's wearing big, funky, Gucci glasses. I noticed, too, that, you know, even though she had this fancy coat, she hadn't looked like she bathed for a few days. My whole body was shaking, and I thought, could this be her? And she was with a gentleman, and then they went outside and sat down, and I thought, well, I'm going to go sit next to him. And I'm like, what do I do? Call the police. And I'm like, on my cell phone, next to the table, next to them, and I'm going, ah, excuse me. Could you just bring the police here? Because I think the woman who stole my identity, I think she is sitting right here. And they said, okay, well, we'll send someone out. Great, okay, hang up the phone. And then next thing you know, they stood up, he went one way, she went another. In my brain, I'm going, okay, you can do this without her noticing. You've watched lots of cop shows. So I shot around the bushes, and she walked around this recycling area. This guy that was around the recycling area, he looked at me and he looked at her. I guess he noticed this like little thing happening between us. He's like, do you know her? I think she stole my identity. He's like, you know, you're not the first person to say that about her. That's it, 911. Hi, this is San Francisco 911. What's the problem, ma'am? This woman has been taking my identity for the last five months. It's been a living hell. Somebody to come to Laguna and Market. She's running. She starts running up the street and jumped into a taxi. I start running up after her. I looked right at the cab driver and I said, And then she darted across the street. Just before she crossed, she dropped a Prada wallet. I just looked in the Prada thing and she has my name in there. Oh my God. It's the 
Oh, can hire a man. Oh, somebody better get here because I'm ready to slam her against this cement. We went around the one block. We went around another block. I don't know where she is. She might have went in this building here. Oh, God, I'm so afraid she's going to jump out at me or something. And I heard this alarm. There was a postman there, and I was just like, what just happened? And he's like, I think somebody tried to get into this building, and the alarm went off. I ran through the parking garage and then ran back, and she was gone this time. She got away from me. I can't believe it. Oh! <laughs> oh, my God. 911 was like, would you want us to stay on the line? I was like, no. I mean, I'm like, what's the point? She goes, you know, he's right around the corner. He'll be there any minute. Police was there. I told him I lost her here. I don't know what happened. And so he's like, just, just wait here a second. And he walked around the parking garage. And next thing I know, he's pulling her from behind a car. I was just like, hallelujah. She looked like a deer had gotten caught in the headlights. Come to find out, it was a gang of like seven, and they were stealing mail from the neighborhood. And from that, they were just able to pretty much um, become me. The police in the fraud department, he goes, I have an, a reward for you. I go, you do? He took me down to the recruiting center and said, hire this woman. She would make a great cop. You know, I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> you could drop me anywhere and I'll make it. Yeah, I'm a fighter. Been a hell and back and I'm still here. Yeah, I'm a fighter. Come from an army of soldiers. I'm a fighter. I can make it happen anywhere. Kudos to Karen for chasing down her nemesis. Now, Karen is still fighting the good fight. She didn't take the job as a cop, but did go on to a new career in crime fighting. Today, she's an identity theft expert who teaches others how to protect themselves. You can find out her tips on her website, fightingbacknow.com. And Karen is also an advocate for victims of identity theft and helped develop the Identity Theft Council. It's an organization that supports victims and works with banks and law enforcement officials to fight identity theft. We'll put links to both on our website, snapjudgment.org. And big thanks to Snap's own Mitzi Mott for putting that piece together. Kind of nice, huh, Snappers? You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.